Uh, good. Just came back. Uh, I went and shot a or dro- uh, filmed some drone footage of an area. So I just came back and just did that. What about you? Awesome, man. I got back from uh, went to Texas the past weekend. Mm-hmm. Quinceañeras. Okay, let me start with this. Mendez, right? Right. What ethnicity are you? I know it's Hispanic, but are you Mexican? Yep, Mexican. Right? Yeah. Have you ever been part of, dealt with, or anything like that in a quinceañera? Of course, man. Like It's like standard out here. Okay, so what is it like? If you've been to one, what is it like? I mean, it's just pretty much the, the thing at the church, and then you go to the party out there, and everyone drinks and dances, and... If you're part of it, you have to like do it. Like sometimes you have a dance and stuff like that. Right. So the one I went to, it was very extravagant. Like they had a nice venue, had chandeliers hanging. Um, the whole family was there, and then they do where they bring the the birthday girl out, right? And then certain family members present her with some mm. gifts that basically, because what's the quinceanera? The whole point of it is the transitioning, right? From yeah. what I understand, correct me if I'm wrong. But you're basically going from a young girl to now you're transitioning to womanhood. Yeah. You're now becoming a woman, right? So within that, while they're presenting these gifts to her, it's supposed to be meaning transition to woman. So I think um, his grandparents presented her with like some earrings. Um, her gra- The mother's grandparent presented her with something else. And then the last piece was the, um, the, uh, the mother came and uh, presented her with shoes. So you basically take off like the sandals and you're putting her into heels now. Mm-hmm. Right? So my niece is half Mexican. So I've been to a quinceanera with her. And mm-hmm. it was very different. Like with her, she gave out seven roses and things like that. This one, he, he handed roses out to people who were meaningful to her life. And then everybody gave her a rose and we gave her a little turn and everything, you know, just to show our love for her and everything else. So once the formal stuff was done, like you said, now it's party time, right? Mm-hmm. We're drinking, it's open bar. So of course, you know, a bunch of Hispanics together and you got an open bar, it's free fall. Like we're, we're, we're not practically leaving to sit down at all. So the DJs, of course, play cliche music, the whole wobble the electric dance and everything else. I'm looking at the agenda and it's showing the schedule, what's supposed to happen in this quinceanera. And I see this thing called an LED robot. Do you know the LED robot? No. The LED, <laughs> the LED robot is a little five foot, five foot two Mexican man puts himself on stilts. And he comes out in this outfit that's supposed to reflect a robot. Glowing. He got strobe lights going off everywhere. And what he does is he stays on the dance floor all the way till the party's done. Dancing. (laughs) This dude is sweating balls. I know it's hot in there. He's sweating mad balls in there. Again, he can't take a break. Unless he has to like, go take a piss or something like that. That's the only time. But mm. if the DJ's playing music, that damn robot cannot leave the dance floor. And, yo, there were so many times that he would take off his helmet and his other partner would give him water. And this dude is drenched. <laughs> and I show you how dedicated he was. People, uh, the DJ put a song on, the crowd didn't like it. So what we do, 
We go back to our tables, get, you know, refill our cups and everything else. And because the music's playing, this fucking LED robot is dancing by himself. Like he couldn't, he couldn't be like, oh, you know, since there's nobody dancing, let me get off the, the stage or whatever. And he's just there doing his little two-step thing. And I'm looking, I'm like, that's dedication right there. So I asked the dad, I said, yo, is the LED roll like, does he take a break or what? He goes, dude, I pay for him to dance, so he better be fucking dancing. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, this is crazy. But it was, again, all quinceañeras are different. Like yeah. you said, if you've been to some, some do the a choreographed dance. I've seen some of those yeah. where she'll have her girlfriends and then there'll be some boys like escorts or whatever, and they'll do yep. a little choreographed dance. My niece, she... She did mostly like the flowers, gave them out, or I think it was we lit a candle, one or the other, to people who meant something to her life and everything else. But I've, I've, the one common thing that I've always noticed in all of them is that quinceanera girl, dude, the dress they buy them. Yep. It's like a Cinderella ball, man. It was dude, and not, Yeah, it's not, not $200 dress, 300 Dude, they're like $1,000. Because they look so elegant. It, it literally looks like if they're going to visit the Queen of England and they just got this fucking ball gown just out there. And I'm thinking, dude, she had the vest, like the, cors the corsage vest. Then she had another dress that made the shape of like the bell, of a bell. And then on top of that, she had the actual dress. Mm -hmm. Like it was just decked out, man. And then she had a little queen throne chair. That she sat in while everybody else were like peasants and sat in <laughs> folding chairs. But she sat in her queen chair and everything else. But dude, it was so elegant, man. Like it was really, it was really nice. And the crazy thing is, so it's a two-hour flight, right? I have yet to been on the flights where a fights are happening. Because you see them on Facebook and everything else. You know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. passengers are fighting with the flight attendants and, and whatnot. I have yet to be on one of those flights, and I do Frontier Spirit because they're cheap. <laughs> Let me ask you this: what is, <laughs> what is your biggest what is your biggest concern when you fly? Uh, nothing really, man. I just like it's we're just good. Let's just go. So you don't mind turbulence? Like you don't? Nah, that man. doesn't shake you up or anything like that? Nah, man. Like no turbulence, no nothing. Uh, I, I think the reason why is like I, I think when I first joined the military, um, I, I got like on a single propel or whatever those shits are. Mm -hmm. um so when i went to south dakota and that scared the shit out of me um yeah. and then when we went to iraq we're in the c-130s and you're doing like all those maneuvers yeah, so i'm yeah, good yeah. man like any of that shit i'm like i'm like we're fine we're, we're not we're different scenarios see with me i become the most holiest person like me and god we become so tight because i just don't like turbulence i'm not a big turbulent fan but my biggest my biggest scare honestly is taking a shit on the plane <laughs> i i can't do it like, I literally will hold, if my stomach's fucked up, unless I really have to go. Yeah. But I will literally hold my, clench my butt cheeks or whatever you want to say, all the way till I get to the destination. Have you ever I been on international flights? I might get a little flights? gas. And then, yes, I have been. I've never shit it on one. Really? Even though going to my deployments, and I, I'll shit you not, I will literally fart the whole flight. <laughs> but never to the point where I'm like, oh, man, I got to take a shit. I just couldn't do it, man, because it's like, first of all, the store is so small, right? right. Second is, there is like no noise to n people not hear you. Like, people are going to hear you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, especially if you're 
if you're blowing it up big time, people are going to hear you. Plus, the bathroom that I was using is the one in the front. And who's there? All the fucking flight attendants. Be all right. Nobody's going to remember you. You're, you're absolutely right. Plus, the stench. God you can blame it on the next guy, though. <laughs> yeah. That's what I love. You can always be like that guy. like Because you always come out, and there's always like two right there. Two so, you know, the internationals, yeah. you just look at that guy and be like, dude, like, that's, you just got to, like, those are rookie. That's it. You got to Yo, know, like. It's, it's funny because there'll be, there was a one dude, he got up in a hurry and he went into the bad. You know, the light goes from green to red. Right. Somebody's occupied. That shit didn't turn green for 45 minutes. See, that, that's a rookie mistake, though. If you're going to go take a shit on an airplane, you have to be like five, 10 minute guy. Because if you're 45 minutes, people are like, dude, come on, man. But if you're five minutes and it smells, it's like it wasn't you. Like, that's the point. Like, that, that's how you know it's a rookie right there. It's like, you have to sit there and be in and out. Yo, for 45 minutes, the red light was on. And I'm saying to myself, the motherfucker's taking a shit, bro. Yeah. He, got, he gotta be, unless he's doing drugs, he's gotta be taking a shit or something else. But yeah. dude, for 45 minutes, man. But again, that's my biggest scare when I fly. So it was a two-hour flight over there. Thank God I didn't have to take a dump or anything else, but got to the quinceanera and everything, and it was it was beautiful. So now that you have daughters, mm -hmm. will you do a quinceanera? No, hell no. So you won't do nothing like that at all? No, fuck no, man. It's a waste of money. Um, if, if I do anything, honestly, um, if I do anything when it comes to her 16th birthday or whatever, I'm probably going to buy them property. I think I'm going to sit there and say, like, fuck, fuck spending $10,000. Yeah. I got you an investment property. I think that's what I'm going to do. Currently, right okay. now. Yeah, so like property as in land or house or... Yeah, like a house. Like, hey, here you go. I got you your own investment <laughs> property. Or here's this much money in a stock. So I think I'm going to do okay. those things. I, I think like if you do the, the, the quinceaneras and stuff like that, that's fine. But, man, like that shit, like it doesn't really matter. Because, I mean, as a kid that went to them, like we were just there trying to have fun, go pick up girls. And if yeah. you were that girl, yeah, you were the center of attention. But there was another one next week or whatever. So... My whole thing is, like, why, why would I do that when I sit there and say, like, hey, here you go. I actually got you yeah. something that's going to make you money. That's going to yeah. make you money next month. Like, just give you money. So How about know. In, uh, in your wife's culture? Do they do something similar to quinceañeras or no? No, they don't do anything like that. Um, it's Well, they have one when they're 20. So, like, in J in Japan, when you hit 20, you're, not, you're now an adult. So they have, like, coming of age for that. So okay. you'll see a whole bunch of those kids acting fucking goofy as shit. And they have, like, a festival. and It's a whole celebration. Yeah. But it's at 20. So it's nothing like what we have, like, you know, 15 or 16 like that in the States. Yeah. Um, that one's like 20 coming. It's called coming of age. Okay. So it's basically the same concept, like going into. Yeah. Men and women do it. You're now an adult because in Japan you can right. drive now. You can do all these other things that you can't do until you're 20. Yeah. Um, and so they get to act a fool one day, you know, one night they act a fucking fool. And now they're adults and shit like that. So. Okay. Yeah, because my niece, being that she's half Puerto Rican, half Mexican, she got both the quinceanera and the sweet sixteen. Because you're you know, gonna do both. Do, huh? You're gonna do both? No, she she got both. Wow. She already. She's yeah. My niece is twenty twenty two, I think, right now. So they did a sweet a quinceanera for her, and then because that's her her mom's side of the family is Mexican, mm -hmm. so they did the the quinceanera. My her dad's side is Puerto Rican, so we did you know the mm. sweet sixteen American, yeah. but. For the most part, that's we, us Puerto Ricans, we just do the sweet 16. We don't do the quinceañeras. But because the mom's family was mm -hmm. all Mexicans, they wanted to celebrate the quinceañera for her as well. Yeah, because my family yeah. is like super religious. I don't even think they would even go to it. 
Oh wow. Yeah, because they're not they're not Catholic. A lot of the stuff is always Catholic side. Yeah. Um, I grew up like Pentecostal, so I don't I don't even know how you get down like that, man. Pentecostals are weird. I grew up Pentecostal too. We don't. We don't it gets we don't down do weird, man. It's weird. Yeah. So I don't know. Like, you know, you don't really meet that many Mexicans that are Pentecostal. So if you do, that's, that's absolutely true. Yeah. You guys are a rare species. Fucking rare. But it's like you're that you're like the other Mexican that nobody likes to talk about because you don't have fun at all. You're like, what do you do? Like, yeah, yeah. What'd you do for Halloween? Like nothing. Like we went to church. You know, like, I went to church. That's exactly what it is. They yeah. don't do any of those celebrations like that. No. It's like it's like a step above Jehovah's Witness. Like you know, right. like Jehovah's Witness. Someone's like, hey, I'm a Jehovah's Witness. You're like, God damn, man, fucking your childhood sucked. But, it's funny because you know in the Pentecostal we we believe in the in the Holy Spirit, right? right. So in the church, they, they always say that you can tell when somebody's feeling the Holy Spirit because they start speaking in tongues. Yeah. So it's a, it's, you know, it's a language that you can't understand. So we took um, a buddy of ours who was Catholicism, and it freaked them out. Because <laughs> apparently somebody caught the spirit in the church, and all you heard was like, you know, tongue speaking. Like you couldn't make any right. concept of what the words were or anything like that. And he was like eyes wide open like what the fuck is this because you know they don't they don't have them in the catholic church right. and stuff like that you know but he was freaked out man like he was just like this is crazy but you know we had to explain to him why this was happening to these people but yeah catholic going to a pentecostal church it would have threw them way off man or vice versa i remember yeah. going to guintinez and then being like what the fuck is this i gotta <laughs> get on a step i'm like what the fuck are we doing here so it's so weird man it's it's like e even though like you could be mexican or whatever and you still go to the same school you can know this person you go to church with somebody and they go to a different kind of church it's a it's a whole different kind of like world right yeah i, I mean i tell you for basic training when they said hey who wants to go to church i didn't give a fuck what church it was yeah. i was like y'all just let me out i just need to go outside and, and and attend and just get away from the fucking the debate or whatnot but and, and, and I tell you, it was funny because they always say the first time you go to church in basic training, people cry. And it was true, man. Like, I sit there with, you know, the rest of my fucking buddies or whatnot, and tears were coming down because they were just like, I don't know, it was just like an emotional relief. Like, we're almost done with this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it was like, man, we didn't, didn't expect this thing at all. Yeah. So... In San Antonio, after we did the quinceanera, we went to go see uh, P.O.D. Have you heard of P.O.D.? The band They're like a band. Christian, right? Uh, sort of like a mix. They have sort of some Christian song, but the other music is more like rock and roll, heavy metal, or whatnot. So it's in, um, I forgot the venue that we went to. So we did, uh, it's a standing room only. You know, no sitting or nothing. It's just everybody standing. And it literally was like the venue was kind of small, but I guess they prefer it that way because they feel like they engage with the audience more. The music sounds better and everything. So we show up. We go inside. It was me and two of my friends. And we're standing there, and they come out, and they're playing the music and everything else. All of a sudden, I seen this big fucking Mexican guy. And if, I don't know what, what San Antonio has in the water, but Mexicans are big in San Antonio. They're not like 5'1", five, 5'2". Five, These motherfuckers are like 6'1", six, 6'2". Six, and all of a sudden, he just starts rushing into the crowd. He started a fucking mosh pit. I've never been in a mosh pit. 
never cared for them, never de- dealt with any of them. Like, I never gone to concerts where it was like, yo, we're going to fucking mosh pit tonight. No, I could care less. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm there to see the band. I want to watch the show. But, dude, he went in there like a fucking bull attacking a matador. Started just pushing people. He didn't care if it was girls or what. People were just getting bumped, right? Apparently, there's like a code to mosh pitting. Like, you can't just do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to give a a forewarning to people and say, hey, man, we're going to start a fucking mosh pit. That way, the people could be like, okay, let's get into it or whatnot. But this (laughs) dude, and I think he was because he was drunk. Dude, he just ran the crowd, man. Rammed him. All of a sudden, you see the crowd just start spreading. And now it's formed a circle. And next thing you know, everybody started going in there. And I'm in the back. Like, me and my boys are in the back. We're drinking. And we're like, what the f-? I've never seen that before. I've seen it on TV and everything about it. never seen it live. And I was like, yo, this is ridiculous. Like, I'm, I paid for my ticket to watch the show. I didn't pay to have to look at the band and then have to look through my peripherals to see if I'm going to get fucking thrown in the mosh pit. So they stop. The show keeps going. The show keeps going. I think it was like maybe two songs left. Dude, the biggest fucking mosh pit again, man. Beers flying. They're slipping on the floor. Like, they're just taking off their shirts. And it's just like body into body, body into body. And then if you're not in the mosh pit, but you're the crowd that's forming the circle, you have to push them back in, I guess. Like, that's the whole concept. Like, if, if I'm in the mosh pit... And I'm like jumping around and I come to get out of the circle. These motherfuckers would throw your ass right back in, man. And it was crazy because as the line started, the circle started getting bigger. Of course, I'm like, okay, let's move over because I don't want to get fucking hit by any of these dudes. I didn't see it coming, but I turned just in time to where these two girls got hit by these big Mexicans. Dude, she came right fucking flying right into me dude like i turned and i grabbed her and she looks at me she's like i'm sorry i'm sorry and i'm like i'm okay you know it's okay like it's all good she turned around and went back in the fucking mosh pit dude i was like yo this girl's a nuts man but of course everybody's intoxicated so they didn't really give a fuck have you been to fucking concerts like that mosh pitting any friends that that shit yeah i have a friend man uh i have a friend we call him gimper um He's he loves that stuff. He would tell me stories how he would like run and jump and like kick people and stuff. And like, oh man, they, it, they have a fucking black, you know, like you know, being in the military, you have that one white friend that's like crazy as fuck. He was right. that one guy for me where it's like we would never be friends if it wasn't for the military. He was like a crazy. I met him in uh, in um, in tech school and like he showed up in like speedos and was just like, hey, what's up, man? Like, just. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, just that random, crazy yeah. guy who's always been him. And he was, like, uh, so he was always into mosh pitting. Like, we'd be driving somewhere, and he'd, like, have, like, Ren, uh, Randy Savage on, like, his rap album. Hulk Hogan. <laughs> like, he was just, you know, it's, it's, like, one of those things with the military, man. You get some of the weirdest motherfuckers you've ever met right. in your life, and you're really good friends with them. Um, but, yeah, he loved that shit. He loved mosh pitting. Like, he would just talk about it. Like, they'd just go in there, and he would... He wasn't, like, a fighter or anything like that. But if it came down to the music, man, he was there and just to have fun and just... I don't know what they fuck they do, but that does not sound appealing at fucking at all to me. Not even See, remotely. So, but I, I'll say this though: even though they were doing the mosh pit, like they still were sort of respectful, because as people slipped and fell, the others would went and pick them up. 
Like they didn't trample him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I'm sure other mosh pit that dude, if you fell, you were probably getting stepped on because everybody yeah. was just jumping back and forth. But they actually dove in and would pick the people up and Fuck have yeah. them to continue to do it. And the crazy thing is, like the band, they let it go. You know what I'm saying? Like I would expect it, you know, like, all right, I get it. You know, maybe a little mosh pitting here and there. But as it started getting bigger, like, again, you're taking away the crowd's view from the band. You know what I'm saying? Like, because we, the crowd just kept looking like, yo, am I going to get thrown into this shit? Am I going to get pulled into it? Am I, or is some dude just going to come and fucking ram me? Like, it, it, it was just getting too crazy. But again, I'm just glad that it was towards the end of the show that I didn't really feel like I wasted my ticket. And P.O.D. is awesome, man. My first time watching P.O.D., like, they're an incredible band. Their performance was on point. Their music was really good. And, I mean, you could really see the lead singer's emotion when he sings these songs. And especially, like, in those periods when the mosh pitting happened because, you know, like, the drummer would go off, the guitarist would go off. Like, it's that heavy metal. And, dude, he's just – because he had um, dreads. And he's just waving his dreads. Like, he was just so into it, man. Especially that that the song that they were playing was from the 25th anniversary of that album. So 25 years later, the dude still got it. Like he still performed like it was the first time it came out. But if you haven't listened to P.O.D., they're really good, man. Like, no, I'm good. I put them on. I put them on my on my iHeartRadio list and everything else just to listen to them and whatnot. But it was it was on point, man. It was really good. But yeah, I did P.O.D., did the quinceanera, and then. Came back home, and that's pretty. The other weekend, this past weekend, was just the same. Big fights. I know you say you don't watch sports and anything like that. Now that football season's on, you don't watch football. Nothing. Nah, man. <laughs> You're not a Dallas Cowboys fan. I give being two that fucks. you live in Texas. Yo, I'm I'm like one of those guys. Like as soon as like if you watch football, I'm like on my phone. I'm bored. Or yeah. if like some there's a flag, I'm just like I don't I don't know like I don't know what the fuck's going on. You I don't just don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I'm I'm like the person who watches ESPN like the first take or like the top ten and gets bored like I I, I just don't care man like sports and me I'm not I'm not that guy like you know but when you encourage you encourage your kids to do sports if they want to do it my daughter's like my my oldest doesn't like she care less about anything she's like me it, she don't care uh, my youngest right. if it's like gymnastics or like something like that then she cares but yeah man I'm not that guy man I I just don't. I don't care enough at all at barely anything in this world. And mainly that, like, I, I won't go out of my way. Like, yeah. I was watching a lot of UFC, but it, it's so late. Like, I'm just like, I, nah, I'm just, I'm not invested, man. I, I don't yeah. honestly care less about, and I don't, I don't see like the, cause I know like, uh, like the boxing, you know, they had a big fight this weekend. Yes. Um, oh man. It was crazy. Yeah. Just, yeah, I'm good though, man. Like, not even to go out just to watch it. <clears throat> like, Nah, man, like, if you're talking to me, like, so what we did the other night, we were just watching a movie as a family. I'm cool. Um, and, and it's one of those ones, man, like, for me, I think it's a trade-off. Like, I spend so much time working mm-hmm. that it, I'm, I'm good. I'm home, man. I'm home with my family. We want to watch, we watch, like, Black Widow on, you okay. know, Disney+. Plus. I'm, I'm here, yeah. man. I'm, I'm good. We're watching something just right now. I'm good, man. I don't, I don't, I don't know, man. I honestly don't really have much, like, joy in the world to really right. care. Um, you're not going to see me at like Buffalo Wild Wings being like, let's go. Right. I just don't like, and especially it's expensive, man. I'm just like, I'm good. I, I, I'd rather do something else with that money. So like if you, if, if I went to go visit you in Texas and let's say I had tickets to go see the Spurs, you wouldn't go? No, fuck no. 
You'd be like, I don't. I'm staying home. That's fucked. No, nah, if, if you were like, you're like, I brought tickets. I'd be like, yeah. okay, like, <laughs> okay. We're man, gonna like, go see the Spurs play. You'd be like, dude, I, I'm so anti-social, man. Like, uh, like I go places and people like, why don't you talk to nobody? Like, because I honestly don't want to talk to nobody. Like, I don't, yeah, yeah. I don't. I'm weird, man. I don't like going out socially. Like, you know, you're so social. I don't care, man. I'm just like, I had this event we went to. And so people are talking. I just went somewhere else and just sat in the corner and was just like, I'm good, yeah. man. Like, I I just don't care to talk to people, man, or to be around other people. And, like, especially, like, basketball. Like, like you know, yeah, they're like, hey, let's go yeah. to a basketball game. Like, but I don't even care about this. Like, why would I even be here? Right. I could be doing something else, like, that's towards my goals, I actually. Yeah. Or spending time with the family. So gotcha. it's like, that don't Yeah, because our upbringing, my dad loved baseball. So we always had baseball going on. And then we got, as we got older, we were into basketball. So we would play basketball in the parks and stuff. My brothers, my older brother played baseball because my dad always, you know, put them in there because that's the sport. They so we always had sports growing mm-hmm. up. So it, like if people would be like, hey, let's go to this game. Just for the fact, like I'm not a big hockey fan, right? So when I was in Jersey, my buddy took me to a New Jersey Devils against Detroit a Red Wings hockey game. This was my first game ever. I tell you what, though, even though I'm not a fan of hockey, like I'm like, you know, people skating around, who cares? My only hype is if they start a fight, you know what I'm saying? Like the, they start fighting. But I think anything live is awesome. Really? No matter what sport they invented it, like if, if you took me to a live tennis game, I'm going to be like, this shit was cool. You know what I'm saying? Or golf. Like, if you took me to golf, as much as I don't watch it at all on TV, but I a live event, like if I was watching Tiger Woods play, I'd be like, yo, this shit is awesome. But I really? think being live changes everything. I, I know less. you say that you wouldn't do it or anything like that, but I feel like if you'd be there live for an actual a basketball game, a football game, even collegiate, even if you went to a college game, I think being there live in the prayer, feeling the fans going crazy and the, the the hype and everything else into it, like I think you would be like, "Yo, this this shit was cool. Nah. Like this was this was good. I'm glad you took me here." So like, uh, we have a college here, and like you know, people are really big about it. And I'm just like, I didn't go to that college. Why do I give a fuck about these people? Like, I don't care. Like, <laughs> the fuck. I don't play football. I don't know, yeah, like, yeah. you know, like it's a big deal over here. They're like yeah. this guy, he went to the pros. I'm like, oh, I don't give a fuck about that guy. He don't, like. <laughs> That's how I look at a lot of things, like the celebrities and like the the like the athletes. I'm like, they could give a fuck about me, so why would I give a flying fuck about them? I don't care. Like, they well, this guy did this. Money for me. They making yeah. money in my pocket. They putting money in my pocket. Yeah, this guy was like, oh man, when this thing happened, I was right there, and you know, I went to school when this was going on. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I don't care. <laughs> like, why are you, you know what I mean? Like, me with this the fuck, shit. I give a fuck. Like, who cares about that guy? Like, where's he now? Like, I don't know. Like, I don't. I, I don't know. But it, it's like I have a weird um, thing of just like either I care or I don't. And if I don't yeah. care, there's no care. It's not like a little bit of care like, well, maybe football would be cool if I was live. It's like, hey, do you want to come to the football game? I'm like, no. Like, why? Like, I have to make effort to go somewhere I don't want to go. I'm fine. I don't. I'd rather either work or spend time with my family. Because um, also, like, if you go somewhere, they want to talk to you. I don't want to talk to fucking nobody. Yeah. Like, if someone's like, hey, let's talk, I'm like, do you want to talk about financing, like investments, cool, or the gym? If if those are not your top three conversations we're gonna have, you know, or filmmaking, you don't wanna... <laughs> yeah, like yeah, you know, I don't want to talk to you. I, I just and the fucking... crazy thing is, dude, you're in a state where yeah. there's a big sports everywhere, man. Yeah, and I get quiet like, too. <laughs> I don't care. 
And it's when, when uh, it's weird because when people meet me, I think they don't think I'm like that. Like I'm really right. like that. But it's like I'm that simple where it's like, you know. And and it's if somebody was like, "Hey, I want to talk to you about the gym," I'd be like, "Cool." Are we talking about my garage gym? And they're like, "No, I want to talk about like maybe something else." But I don't care about that either. Like if I just don't care. Yeah, yeah. If you were to sit there and say like, "Hey, man, I'm doing powerlifting," but like, I don't care about that right now. Like, I just don't care. <laughs> so I don't want to even talk about it. Like, I don't care about. It. So let me ask you this: Have you taken the girls to Disney World, Disneyland? Yeah, we took them to whatever the one is in California in 2018. I took okay, one so of them. Okay, so that's Disneyland. How did you handle that? That's people. There's thousands of people there. I fucking hate it. How did you handle that? Was it like the worst thing ever or you were just happy that your daughter was happy? <clears throat> yeah, it's one of those ones where you look at your kid and you're like, you little fucker, like you better be having a great time right now. I hope you remember this shit because right. I hate this stuff. Like I fucking hate it. Like the lines are long. You're looking everywhere else. You're like, Jesus Christ. You know, I'm around <laughs> people. Out, how long were you out there for? The whole fucking day. <laughs> so it's just like. You know, and especially you're going to go, I'm going to get a water. And it's like, hey, it's $17. You're like, kid, I swear to God, you better be having a blast right now. <laughs> swear you better remember this shit. Oh, shit. And Disneyland like, is the worst one because there's no big kid rides. The well, only, only rides are the little kids. <clears throat> that doesn't bother me as much. It's the fact that everywhere I fucking go, I have to walk like a 30-minute walk. Mm-hmm. It's like inconvenience everything. Just And then like that, when the kid's like, well, let's go look at this. And you're like, okay, cool. We'll buy you a Memento, right? Jeez, I'm spending $200 on some fucking Mickey Mouse ears that you can't wear outside of here. It's very impractical. I can't stand it. Um, the yeah. food was fucking shitty. Um, and then, of and course, they, it's hot. They, they grow out of it. You yeah. find those Mickey... Where are those Mickey Mouse ears now? No, don't remind me. I'm going to be mad as soon as I get off of this. I'm going to go, where the shit's at, man? Like, how come I don't see shit or shit? Put them wear on. them right now. I need you to wear them right now. Yeah. Because so, it just... It doesn't make sense. It's fucking crazy. So when I went to Disneyland, again, you know me, I have no kids. I went to Disneyland <laughs> with a couple with their daughter and their son. The daughter was into the princesses. You know, they all are. All the little girls are into the princesses. Whatever princess was out at that time, I forgot what year I went, that was like, we need to, we need to see this, mm. right? So I'm, I'm a little upset because I'm like, there's no big kid rides. I think there was the Terror of Tower or some shit like that. But it was like, dude, how many times can I ride this ride? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's become repetitive. It's the same shit. So, we're walking around, and that was one thing that I hated, too, the walking around, because it's forever. It was mad hot, and they don't sell alcohol. So, I'm like, I'm sober, and I gotta deal with thousands of people in this fucking park. It was bananas. We made the mistake of stopping at the store called the Bippity Boppity Boutique. Have you heard of that? In Disneyland. Okay. This store basically takes your child, your daughter, and transforms her into a princess. Right? I'm over here thinking 30 minutes tops. Go in there, maybe do a little face painting and everything else. Motherfucker, two hours later, the girl comes out and she still looks the same. Like, (laughs) where was the transformation at? You know? So I looked at the mom. Because it, it left me, the dad, and the son outside. I looked at the mom, and I was like, what happened in there? Like, like break it down to me, because I don't know how your daughter went in there, looking the way she did, and she came out looking the same way that she did. Like, where's the gown? Where's this princess costume or anything like that? The mother tells me, first what they do is they do the makeup. Then they do the hair. 
Then they make her meet and greet all the princesses. Then she has a little lunch slash dinner with the princesses. Dude, for two hours, we were sitting there. Like, what is going on? And I looked at the husband. I was like, dude, like, go get your wife. <laughs> Kid, like, tell him it's done. It's over with. But because they wanted the daughter to be happy and they wanted to fulfill her Disney dreams, yeah. they did all of that. But I tell you, I, one, would never go back to Disneyland. And two, if I ever see that Bippity Boppity Boutique place, I'll probably burn it down. Because that was like the worst for any for any parent to experience is that store. Because their child won't will go in there. And literally, it could go through two to three hours, depending how much more time you want them to spend with the princesses. You know, like, real quick way you solve ridiculous. it? Huh? How's that? You tell your kids, fuck no. You just like, they have to learn the language of like, fuck no. Like, uh, I'll be talking to my daughter. She'll be like, can I do this? I'm like, no. And she'll be talking to me. I'm like... Fuck no! Like you are high as shit right now. You are you, you're fucking like short as shit. You're eight years old. You're like you know nothing in this world. You're you're not you're not controlling me. Um, but I honestly do believe, man. A lot of parents gotta tell their kids fuck off. Like I tell my kid a lot sometimes. I'm like, man, just fuck off. Like and she's like, what? I'm like, you're being an asshole today. And I know it's like I know it's mean and aggressive, but they gotta fucking understand, man. Like they're being an asshole at this moment. Like. And, Cause like uh, we, we we left this morning, so my wife woke up early, made snacks, and like the whole like we were good to go with snacks, drinks, and right. everything. And then because of that, she had it like she got everyone else ready before her. And at the end, my, my daughter's like, "I'm ready before you are." And I was like, "Hey man, stop being a dick. Like stop being an asshole to your mom. Like your mom made sure you have snacks, you have candy, your your iPod was charged. Like your hope, she took care of you. Right. And you're being a little fucking dick by saying, "Hey, I'm I'm actually ready before you." Like little Dang, fucker. Like she tried to throw that in her face. <clears throat> Well, it's it's that little thing where she's like, I'm ready. You're not. It's like, motherfucker, she yeah, took yeah. care of Like, I, I always feel like telling her sometimes, like, hey, don't ruin this shit for the rest of us, man. Like, you can ruin <laughs> it for your fucking self, man. But I have it great, man. Like, do not fucking ruin my shit. I have a good setup here going. I have a good thing going. And just shut the fuck up. And, but that's what that's what made it worse for me was that that's not my kid. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm suffering on somebody else's child's expense. Yeah. And it's not like I couldn't leave because they had the hotel room keys and everything else. So fucking like, terrorists, man. Kids are dude, fucking terrorists. It was bananas, bro. And the crazy thing is when she came out, like, she's like, hey, look at me. <laughs> I didn't want to be that asshole. And I probably should have. I should have just laid it into her and be like, yo, there's nothing changed about you. Like, you still look the same. But I was just like, okay, you know, it looks nice, whatever. And I'm just like, let's go, man. Like, let's get the fuck out of here because this is... This is crazy, but kids are. They are terrorists. They are, They'll man. take over everything. They know how to manipulate so young. So yeah. young, they know how to manipulate, man. But like the fucking dumbasses can't read, though. Like, I swear to God. They Fuck. can't read. You can't tell, like, that they... It's it's crazy. Like, so my, my great-niece, she's going to be turning one in December. And you already could see she does the little, the little cries, like the fake cries, I call them. Because they're not tears. Like, she's not really right. crying. But... If you take something away from her, is the little ant. Or if you put her on the floor so that way she could get used to crawling, you know, trying to learn how to do all that stuff, she'll literally put her head down and she'll go, eh, eh, like a little eh, 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 eh. And here comes the parents. Oh, oh, let's let's pick her up. Let's pick her up. They already know from the moment, from that early age, man, they already know how to fucking manipulate the parents, man. Yeah. That's why I give Easily. my mom credit, man. She used to just beat me for no reason and shit. Like, I think, there, I think she had something going on. Yeah. Um, I don't think it was probably the smartest thing though, but you know, like you got beat before and shit, you'd be like, huh, maybe there might be something to that. Like, 
It's like sometimes I just go hit my daughter and be like, what did I do? Like, I don't know, man, but I just feel like you needed that shit. You needed like a little, <laughs> just, just to a little touch reality. <laughs> yeah, just to let you know, like, you're small, I'm big, like type of shit. And you're yeah. probably going to do something wrong anyway, so we'll just go ahead and get off of that. Like. Yeah, yeah, just get it out of the way right now. <laughs> well, what, what's funny, though, is like my mom will actually, my mom spoils my, my daughter like the most. But what's just funny, though, is like she's trying to make up because I grew up really poor. And so she's, like, trying to buy her stuff all the time. And it's like, Mom, don't, like, she doesn't care what you buy her. She will, like, just throw it away somewhere. It will get, like, thrown up, like, do not do that. And so she'll get upset. She'll be like, where's that thing at? And my, my, my daughter's like, I don't know. I'm like, she doesn't care. You buy her so much stuff, it means nothing to her. Because it's, it's, you know, it's like, you know, it, it, I get it. It's like a dollar or two, so it doesn't really last or whatever. Right. But, you know, it's getting to that point where, you know, she doesn't understand that, hey, I bought you something for you. But you buy me something all the time, so she's like, it don't mean shit to me. Like, you're going to buy it to me no matter what I want. And she'll even say it like that. And I even set her up, too. I'm like, hey, if you want something, just tell your grandma, man. Like, if she's dumb enough to buy it, like, that's on her. Because um, right. I'm not doing that shit. You don't need that damn shit. Like, that's dumb. Like, I. But that's the thing. Like, grandparents, they feel like they have to spoil the child. Yeah. And like you said, I don't know if it's, it's sort of them just, like, trying to fix the way they raise their kids. You know what I'm saying? Like you said, your yeah. mom hits you and everything else. So she f looks at it like, okay, let me treat my grandchild the way I should have been treating my normal child, you know? Yeah. So I'll spoil my grandchild, buy them whatever.